In the rapidly changing world, healthcare needs are constantly evolving and clinicians need to find new ways to deliver care. And often the best way to do that is by looking back. Without Marie Curie, there would be no pioneering improvements to medical imaging today. If Edward Jenner didn't inoculate a 13-year-old with cowpox, there wouldn't even be a space for Professor Ian Fraser's cervical cancer vaccine. Our clinicians are standing on the shoulders of those who came before them, learning, growing and advancing. Hindsight isn't 2020. It's our future. As budgets tighten and the burden on the health system increases, local services need to be creative in finding new ways to deliver care. But what's the key to success in this rapidly changing environment? Improving services to meet the specific needs of their local community. We all have those little tasks that we hate to do as part of our job and often wonder, is this really necessary and worth my time? Michelle Reardon from Metro South took this one step further and challenged staff at their facility to identify non-value-adding activities and explore whether processes could be improved to remove them. Not only did that make for some very happy and competitive staff, it also had a drastic improvement on the way the teams worked. For anyone that knows me well, gross as the title of a program is somewhat typical for me. And although it may surprise you, I didn't invent the program, but I must say that when I heard the title, it's something that interested me. Stupid stuff is easy to spot, I hear you say. And this must be just a Logan and Bow Desert thing because they're a bit behind the times, I hear you think. But I hope this presentation challenges your thoughts about your workplace as well as mine. My name's Michelle from the Future Hospital program at Logan and Bow Desert. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is gross. So we can all agree that this is a pretty stupid thing to do. Easy to spot, easy to prevent. Well, maybe easy to prevent next time for this guy. What about this one? His boss told him to trim the branch. He's achieving the goal, pretty timely, but as you can see, he's probably not gonna be enjoying the outcomes of his hard labor. Stupid stuff is everywhere when you actually start to go looking for it. A fortuitous meeting between myself and Janelle Lucas, previously of MARTA Brisbane, led me to a paper that was presented at the 2018 Lean Conference at Stanford Hospital. Gross, or Getting Rid of Stupid Stuff, was a program developed by Honolulu Hospital to look at their digital systems, searching for things that were set up in the original design, but have subsequently now not been used, skipped, or their staff are complaining about it, because they were no longer essentially adding value to their processes. As a Lean Six Sigma practitioner, as well as a perioperative nurse, I view the world in process steps and like most processes to have value adding to these steps. So I pitched the idea of running this concept to my directors at the time and well, to be honest, it fell flat. It wasn't the right time for this idea. Fast forward 12 months and we had trained nearly 100 staff in low level lean thinking and we were looking for a way to use their skills practically. Bingo. I saw my chance, but this time I was smarter and my pitch came with professional marketing tools, thanks to Renee Dickens, and a twist to make it a competition for a trophy, thanks to Liz Barnett for that idea. So here we had it, a low-cost way to engage the Yellow Belt Lean Six Sigma practitioners in the organisation to benefit the business and remove waste. 
What wasn't to love about that? And not only that, our new CEO at the time, Sean Drummond, got on board and we could almost say he was a gross supporter. I think sometimes the problem when you do QI in healthcare is that we think it has to be a massive shiny ball that you're looking at. But what we did with gross is that we weren't aiming to make a monumental change. What we're looking for is a small incremental change that can combine to shift the mindset of our frontline teams and make massive change in the long run. In collaboration with our media team, I developed some low-level lean tools to support the yellow belts to help find ideas in their workplace. So we looked at how to measure a change, and you can't see all this detail up there, but it's okay. But these are the two tools that we use. So it wasn't big things we're looking for, just really small. And we also focused on when you're looking for those things, think about your processes in the downtime. So what are defects, overproduction, waiting, non-utilised talent, transport, inventory, motion, or extra processes that you could be looking at to change in your workplace? And we also emphasised to teams that you needed to be humble when you approach the teams, especially at our organisation where a lot of people have been there a very long time, having a bit of a laugh saying that the process was a bit stupid because sometimes you were talking to the person that had put a lot of time and effort in developing that in the very beginning and I must say I've been one of those over the years at Logan. So you're needing to remember that everything that we now call stupid was thought to be a good idea at some point. So... It was just like magic. We sent out the comms, we gave them two months to come up with something and the ideas started flowing in. And don't be silly. We set up the comms, we presented to the yellow belts, we copped a fair bit of slack across the network about promoting that Future Hospital thought Logan and Bo Desert staff did stupid things and then advertised the same. <laughs> and then crickets. <laughs> so, I engaged my trusty gross ambassadors, my long-suffering Future Hospital buddies, Vesna and Haley, out in the crowd here today, and we hit the streets, shamelessly promoting and drumming up business, even promoting the trophy, taking it around, hanging it under people's faces, and bragging rights, and eventually I succumbed to putting chocolate in the trophy, and then we had a trophy full of chocolate that we then dangled in front of people's faces. There was a lot of promotional effort by my team and myself, and the results were 21 submissions across all areas of the hospital, submitted by the closing date. Vesna and I set to make the submissions into posters that we could put in the public spaces across the hospitals, Logan and Bow Desert, with links to a SurveyMonkey voting platform. The goal was for people, both patients and staff, to vote for their favourite submission and their submission most likely to spread beyond the unit it was invented in, the Contagion Award. I might have stolen that one from people you know at CEQ. We then asked our submitters to present for 90 seconds each at a showcase event to further raise awareness of the things their staff thought were no longer required. Meet Michael Foley. Michael is one of our volunteers at Logan Hospital who dedicates his own time to the service unpaid. The least favourite job of all of our volunteers is to fold the outpatient letters. Why, you ask? Because as this video shows, it is boring and we as an organisation haven't considered the number of unique folding techniques required to fold each letter with varying height letterheads to get the patient addresses to appear in the little, the little envelope window. <laughs> Apparently our volunteers had over 15 different origami folding patterns depending on the number of doctors on the left-hand side of the letterhead. We also, at the same time, have a secure electronic transfer system for letters that we didn't use because... Well, because who knows why, but the solution for this was clearly just a stupid task that we could get rid of and the solution was free and available. All the outpatient team needed, led by Katrina Duhas and Susan McPherson needed, was a push in the right direction. 
They stood up a working group, became determined to free the volunteers of the arduous task and were the winners of the 2019 Gross Awards. Um, they actually saved $40,000 per annum by not sending out the letters if you were looking at an ROI for this, which has been quite a minimal outlay. This is the list of all the submissions of the other stupid things that I don't have time to go into, but you can look at them when the slide decks are released. Each one represents something no longer done at Logan and Bow Desert Hospital, and the brave person who got on board with this program when many others wouldn't, and for that I really thank them. The initiative was well liked so much by the executive team and our Metro South board that I have pre-approval for the 220 Gross Awards program to be run later this year. Secretly, my favourite thing around the hospital I hear is that, why do we even do this? This is like a gross award thing, isn't it? So people are starting to shift the way they think. These people who helped me get this program off the ground, and hopefully they all got a mention along the way there. That will be my two directors at the top that said no, and then eventually I conned them into saying yes to me. <laughs> Liz and Renee, who helped set up in the first place. Hayley and Vesna, who were my gross ambassadors along with me. Janelle, who gave me the original idea, and Honolulu Hospital, who came up with it. I'll leave you with Catherine Howard's poem to accompany her idea of how to reduce the incidence of salem sump tubes being used as feeding tubes, which she was successfully in achieving. And Brisbane, stay gross. Thank you. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.